The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch reviewing of our show homes a brochure or for more information let BRB Homes take the stress out of your build check out brbhomes.ie Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button right? For me that wasn't an option I never really was a salad guy that's just not who I am but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the final episode of season two of Big News Coming Soon. And I'm really excited to be joined, uh, excited and nervous to be joined by Kieran O'Malley. Why would you be nervous? Because you have a notebook and I'm usually the one with the notebook. You also have a notebook. I never leave home without one though. Yeah. You'd never know when an inspiration strikes. Yeah, well that's true. That's true. How plus, are things? Plus I was sitting here for an hour waiting for you so I had to do something. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm not too sure if you've noticed but I've I've been for a, a facial. Yeah. You slagged the hell out of me for getting these facials and yeah. now look at you. Tuesday afternoon rocking in with your face absolutely glowing. Yeah. I know. I I just want to go downtown and show it off. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yes and no. Why not? So I, I've been having this treatment for the last few weeks that I didn't tell anyone about because I wanted to understand it and find out what was happening and, and what I needed. And they told me today that I'm an anomaly. Yes. I actually met the person that's doing your treatments and they said you are unique. I think she meant it in a good way. But so, all right. So I, I'm... I don't, I'm not going to talk about it too much today because I, I've actually asked her to come on and explain it <laughs> herself. And when I said, Alma, will you come on and talk on a podcast? She just went, huh? <laughs> I said, you're going to have to come on and explain this. So I'm going to dedicate a podcast to my skin. And it's not going to be an ad. It's only because, so I went in four weeks ago. They take your photos and they put them through this fancy machine and it shows you literally every blemish and dot and hair and freckle on your face. So I went in today and they were all excited waiting to see the results. And there was no results. <laughs> they were like, 
huh? <laughs> Hang on now. And then they were like, is this, is this today's photo? And I was like, yeah. We might take the photos again. <laughs> right? So back out to take the photos again. And then we might call in a doctor. Called in a doctor. And then suddenly Alan becomes a case study. <laughs> Not for the first time. <laughs> and I was like, this is the story of my life. And then she proceeded to tell me about a person that you know and I know and possibly the owner of this studio went in and got a treatment done and had results in three days. Oh, my God. And that he was the opposite. They couldn't believe how quick (laughs) his results came. And I was like, all right, here I am four weeks later with nothing. I have nothing. And and you know what? I'm working so hard to try and sort out this issue that I have. And I will cover it in a podcast because I'm not even sure the technical term of it. And it was oh, it was disappointing. It was disappointing <laughs> to go in today and find out that it, it didn't get better. But you look fresh. Oh, the hey. Yeah. So basically what happened was um, they gave me a little baby treatment four weeks ago to yeah. see how I would react to it. And obviously there wasn't much of a reaction. So they upped the treatment today and they're all very excited today. Okay. So they upped the, the watts. <laughs> I got extra watts today on my face. And it'll be interesting to find out where it goes from here. Exactly. Yeah. Watch this space. Now they did say that my skin in general is very healthy. That they 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 give it a rating. This machine gives yeah. it a rating, and it was ninety eight percent. Wow. In general, but then behind it all, the few yeah. issues that I have, they're niggly little things, and I can't sort them out. More issues than the RT guide. So my skin is really really healthy, but it's just the the, oh, what's it called? Pigmentation or something. Yeah. Can't sort that out. Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Yeah. Right. So, listen, I really appreciated the call. You were like, John, I want to finish the season on a high. I want to finish it with a good episode. Will you come on? And I was I was buzzing. I was like, Jesus, he really wants to get to know my story so I can share, you know, what really, I suppose, goes on and, you know, been on behind the scenes in my life. And then you said it was to interview you. Ah, come on now. So here we are. Come on now. The Allen Show. <laughs> behind the scenes in Karen's life. <laughs> Sits in an office in the Connacht Hotel marketing... Hyde Bar, Pukon, uh, Galway Hooker, the Connacht Hotel. Galway Bay Golf Club. Galway Bay Golf Club. Residence. Right, go on. Keep going. I'm just going to give you your 60 seconds of plugs there. Go on. Yeah. And uh, he sits in the office promoting all these great establishments. And then at the weekend, he plays football. Yeah. And then when he's not playing football, he watches football. Yeah. What am I missing? It'll be a short podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, back to me. Right, okay, let's start this. So, one thing I've been plaguing you about for a good while is to do public speaking, is to MC to host. There's a few brilliant hosts around the region, but I firmly believe that you'd be superb at it. And I've been on to you, and you know, you're telling me you don't have the confidence, you don't feel like you'd be able to do it. So I said, I'll go on stage with you. Just literally say, here's such a person, or thanks for coming tonight, enjoy the show, blah, blah, blah. So you've been, you know... Reluctant to do it, which is totally understandable, but I wanted to ease you in. Well, a lot of people would regard you as, as my agent. You're right, not, yeah, you're, I get you know, a lot of messages. So a lot of people send you a message saying, yeah. hey, would Alan MC at this? Yeah. Or would I, and I'm like, uh, no, I don't think I would. And you, and you to be fair. <laughs> and then say, will you do it instead? <laughs> yeah, so you're laughing it up. But then to be fair, you have been very supportive. And every time a message like that comes in, you're always saying, will you just do it? Mm. Just do it. And now it's not the easiest thing in the world. I'm lucky. I have a lot of experience doing it. I've done it to a level where I enjoy doing it now. Yeah. But it's not everyone's cup of tea. 
And I understand that. So and I've always said no to them. And it is difficult. And I've said no to possibly oh, 15 in the last year. At least, yeah. Yeah, that's Absolutely. conservative. Yeah. What's your point? And then you ring me and say, um, I'm going to a gig in Balmullet. I'm going to do five minutes stand-up comedy. <laughs> like, talk about dipping your toes in the water gently. No, I'm just going to feckin' go all in and do comedy. One of the hardest <laughs> things you can do. Like, talk about setting yourself up to crash and burn. Isn't this some sort of um, problem I have? A hundred percent. What's the name? There, there has to be it's, a name for this condition I have. It's running before you can crawl. It is outrageous. Yeah. There's no baby steps at you. It's full <laughs> duck or no dinner. Oh, it's, it's spiralled out of me going down to Belmullet to MC Cowboy. For yeah. three bucks left, right? They were playing in the theatre in, in Belmullet. There was 180 tickets sold. It was sold out. And... I said, I'll MC you. I'll introduce you on stage. And then I was saying, well, maybe I'll say this. And then maybe I'll say that. And then suddenly I had five or six minutes in my head. And then it became, I was opening up the show. And I didn't tell anyone. No, I told, that was, that I was told you and Stuart Moyles. Yeah. And John, I know a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> you said, oh, brilliant. Best luck. That's going to be great. And I told you some of the jokes and you said, I think they're going to work. And then I told Stuart Moyles and he said, brilliant. And then I met Stuart Moyles the next day and he goes, how did it go? And I said, it actually went really well, I think. And he said, good, because I was, uh, to be honest with you, I thought it was going to be a car crash. <laughs> and he said, I didn't want to say it to you yesterday because I didn't want to uh, kill your confidence. But he said, when you told me I'm doing five minutes stand up, uh, personally, I thought it was the worst I- thing you've ever told me in your life. <laughs> and you've told him some shite. <laughs> so it went, it went well. Did, did you enjoy it? Um, I'm really proud of myself for doing it. So you're a stand-up comic now? No, 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 no. I'm not getting into it. And I, it's not something that I want. I, I've never wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I've, I, it's not something I want to do. I don't think so. I honestly don't think I could do it uh, for an hour, an hour and a half. I don't think so. It, it requires a lot of writing, uh, a lot of thought. And I don't have the time. I don't have the time to give it the thought that it but deserves. it is some skill when you actually do it yeah it's something else I had five or six minutes in my pocket and I was looking for a few it was easy for me because it was my home turf yeah I knew a few people in the audience and then I wrote a few jokes around a few people that I knew were going to be in the audience so I knew who to target but the problem was when I went out on stage the lights were so bright I couldn't find any of the people oh, that I had the jokes written about so I changed some of them um, to be a bit more generic and then I had to skip others and then it seemed to go fine honestly they seemed to enjoy it there was a bit of laughter I started I walked out on stage and I said just to let you know I'm not part of the three bucks left show if I was part of the three bucks left show it'd be called three and a half bucks <laughs> and they all laughed and then I kind of had them from then okay you know so I'd say 80% of them enjoyed it because they were local jokes yes and yeah. that's why that kind of gave me the advantage over the lads but like I went from I went from being about to vomit and to six minutes later absolutely buzzing and the next day I said do you know what we've this thing coming up during the summer and I can take that on now do okay. you know what I mean it's not a con- it's not a stand up comedy gig but it gave me the confidence to do something in public again brilliant brilliant well I suppose it's not the first time you've talked in front of a crowd in the last while and I know you hate me mentioning this now but few weeks ago you won a Gossy Alan oh yeah I was wondering where that was going for a second I did I'm not sure if you've heard I'm the best newcomer do you want to take it down off the table so I can see you yeah hang on I'll just move this over here yeah 
talk us through the process. Okay. Getting nominated, the votes, and the night itself. Right. So I was nominated. Phone lit up one evening. You've been nominated, you've been nominated, you've been nominated. You were ringing me. I, I don't know what I was doing at the time, but I remember coming back to my phone and it had exploded. And I had a load of missed calls from you. Yeah. And then I thought, well, something serious is after happening because generally you wouldn't ring more than once. Yeah. And I thought, oh no, what's after happening? And then I found out I was nominated for a gossy. So the first thing I had to do was find out what a gossy was. And I had to find out what's this? What's the, what's all this shenanigans? And then it took me a few days to realize how big it was. Do you know what's the somebody in Belmullet at the weekend said, uh, "Congratulations with your Gosker." <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a good description, isn't it? Yeah. So it's the it's the Oscars for Irish content creators and entertainers. Yeah, more or less. There's nothing like there has been a few iterations of that over the year, but it has. And like I was at the very first one and I've missed one, but it's become a better and better night. But it is such because everyone's there kind of in the same boat and yeah. everyone just lets themselves go. But it has become a massive part of the social calendar. I think it's after the new year, it's kind of the launch of, you know, events for the summer and people are kicking into it. But there's some buzz around it. So when I was nominated, I didn't really understand what I was nominated for. And then a lot of people were getting more excited. Like you got super excited. Like you were at the start, you were like, oh, my God, you've been nominated. And I was like, OK, well, this is what I wanted for you. I want you. You're well known in the West, but I wanted it to translate across the country. And, yeah. you know, you have a big following around the place, but it's just great to see that recognition elsewhere. Yeah. So then I had a look at the category and there was people in it with half a million followers there was a fella in it with 700,000 followers and you're saying to yourself sure there's not a chance that you're going to win this but then I got caught up in the hype like I really wanted to win it like, like when, I really when, wanted to when win when we it. talk about it being big here's some stats on it it had 53,496,697 social impressions 53 the, million yeah the gossies one over 5.3 million video views on social media for the Gossies. This is from Goss's account. Wow. Over 1.1 million impressions and press coverage and 1.2 million in digital ad impressions. So like that is some engagement. In terms of social media, there's nothing bigger than it in the country. And obviously this is the first one I've been at. But an awful lot of people have said to me this year that it was huge. So I don't know if they've upped their game this year, but like it definitely got a lot more recognition this year than other years. Yeah, no, there's been a lot of engagement. I suppose the the finalists were so well spread out. But as you say, there was huge, huge accounts in your category and yeah. people in in all the categories. Like, yeah. So I I put a link up and I said vote for me. And then and then to be honest with you, I started getting messages from people saying, "Will you please remind us every day?" And I mean that, but you don't want to be a plague. Yeah. Uh, saying vote for me, vote for me. So I was trying to do it in in a way that you're asking people to vote and still not annoy the people that aren't voting. And then towards the end of it, like, you're just caught up. It's it's hard to describe. Like, you're caught up in this hype and then you're on your way to Dublin to this big, massive ceremony that you've never been to before with all the biggest stars in the country, like Tom, so, like Tommy Bow and Dahi O'Shea. They're people that I would really yeah. admire and look up to. And you're here rocking in with them. And you just consider yourself just a bit of an Egypt from Mayo. But you're in the same queue as them. You're in the same table as them. You're being treated exactly the same as, as Dahi O'Shea. And then you're like, how did this happen? 
What are you smiling at? No, I think it's cool. I love the realisation of all of this. From where it started, with you messing in your car about the the whole joke about how to be an influencer. Yeah. To sitting in this room with these people winning this award. It's such an amazing journey. And it's lovely for a friend watching the whole pro- process and progress but of it. you're like a pro. You walked into the room and you were like, hey... <laughs> I'm Kieran O'Malley. Not too sure if you know I'm from the Connacht group, you know. And you were working the room and you were like, oh, hey, Rachel, yeah, oh, there's Sinead, oh, blah, blah, blah. Come and give me a call sometime. Let me know when you're in Galway. Are you coming to the races? I just made a beeline for our table. <laughs> I sat at our table. And you came over a few times and you were like, um, are you going to do a bit of networking? Now, you were very nice about it. And you were like, um, are you going to do a bit of networking? And I said, uh, I was like the priest from Father Ted. <laughs> no. I'm grand. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. There was a couple of people I wanted to meet. I really, really wanted to meet Pamela Joyce because I'd been talking to her online a bit. I really wanted to meet her. I really wanted to hang out with your friend Gronia. And uh, that was it. And I did that and I kept myself to myself over on our table. We got there at half six. My award was half twelve that night. I was ready for bed at that stage because I was... That's a long... Weekend. It's a long weekend, but it's a long night when you're waiting and you're seeing like six hours of people going up and down getting awards and the hype and, and the clapping and you're engaging. And then by the time my award came, I was wrecked. Mm-hmm. Wrecked. And then the video we were getting ready for when you lost. We were going to do the the Joey and Friends video <laughs> where I was going to freak out. right? So I got a bottle of red wine and I got a pint glass. And I had them in front of me. A full bottle of red wine. And I was going to pour the red... I don't even drink wine. I was going to pour the red wine into the pint glass. Start downing the red wine and getting thick. And then you'd say, Alan, Alan. And then I'd stop and start clapping. <laughs> and I had F sake on the, on the end of my tongue ready to say for when they announced the winner. So whoever they were going to announce, Mary Byrne, I was going to go, ah, F sake. And I was going to smack the table and I was going to start pouring the wine. And then they announced Alan Clark. But because we had it rehearsed, we actually rehearsed it four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing that came out was F sake. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, F sake. But I had to, I had to, I had to smile instead of be angry. <laughs> it was brilliant that we were recording that moment. It was actually, that's one of the funniest videos of the I night. I could not believe it. And then, and then you have to stand up and go up to the stage. And I hadn't a clue what I said. I hadn't a notion. If, you you know, said mayo for Sam. That's one of the things you said. Oh, I'm such a bogger, haven't I? Haven't <laughs> I like? Come on, Alan. You're up here on the big stage in front of your peers and the biggest uh, celebrities in the country and you say mayo for Sam. Like, what's wrong with me? I had the opportunity here to make a name for myself. Oh, you did. In a good way. And I oh. didn't. So you, you go up, you get your award, you go down and they're taking your photos and you're meeting the sponsors and uh, Marion Mullins was lovely. She's so lovely. And... Then I went out to the out the front to get a video at you to say thanks to my followers for voting. And then I remember going on my story saying, if you asked me what I said on stage, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I couldn't remember. And we shared the video then that night of the acceptance speech. But you know what happened then the next morning? I started getting savage fear about my acceptance speech. And I deleted it. I took it down. Did you? Yeah. I took it down. Because I started getting this mad fear on Sunday morning that it was stupid and that I shouldn't have said that and I should have, be, I should have, uh, I should have said something different and I should have had something prepared and I was a flipping Egypt for going up saying mayo for Sam. But she said a lot more than that. It wasn't no, just No, my, my point was... It did come across well, but I understand. I think... I, I, my point was on stage that 
Mayo people don't often get to come to Dublin to pick up awards and bring them home. But I said Mayo people never get to come to Dublin. And it was the never instead of the not often. Oh, Jesus. Nobody else is picking that up. Nobody. Nobody. But I didn't want to offend anyone. Yeah. And um, I deleted it then the next morning. So it's mad. But um, it was brilliant. I, it was such a buzz. It took me about four days to come down. There's very low lows after very high highs, like, isn't there? Hmm. Because on the Sunday then, it was on Midwest Radio. And you're, you're as well, like, yeah. broadcasted all around the world. Because Midwest Radio has the most engagement out of any radio station in the country. You have people messaging you from all around the world that are tuned into Midwest Radio. Yeah. And then the Monday it was in one paper, the Tuesday it was in another paper, the Wednesday it was in another paper, and it it was it was good. So you've made it. What about Finian? Finian, yeah, Finian, who told me I'd need to be at fifty thousand before he'd uh, before I'd be on the radar. Yeah. So if anyone who doesn't know what the crack is at Finian, I I got to twenty thousand followers back then, and we had a big we had a bit of crack after Donkey Gate, and I said I'm at twenty thousand now, and we did this video with twenty k balloons, and Finian was. Uh, somebody that was trying to take me under his wing at the time from Dublin, from one of these fancy agencies in Dublin. And he said to me, you know, ah, like, yeah, I'd like to work with you, but you're only at 20,000. Really, you'd need to be at 50,000 before you'd be any good. So I told Finian where to go. And I came on and I said that on my stories. Yeah. And sure, a couple of weeks later, we are at 50,000 just to annoy Finian. <laughs> so a lot of people do ask me, have you heard from Finian? <laughs> And you and I know who Finian is. And a few people, I'd say, can guess who Finian is. And in answer to your question, no. I have not heard from Finian. But a few people in my circle, Finian has inquired with them about me. But hasn't the balls to pick up the phone and ring me. Awful man. Shocking. And he might not even be a man. (laughs) So overall, you're glad. Did you enjoy the experience? I did. I enjoyed it in hindsight. Okay, I did. I I enjoyed it the next like I enjoyed it the next weekend. It was probably the next Sunday when I said, "Do you know what? That was class. Mm. Uh, it was really good." And you know, so we met Gronya Shoiga when we went in first, and we had a, a drink with her. You know, your friend Gronya that you keep going on about. The reason I I always refer to Gronya Shoiga as Kieran's friend Gronya <laughs> because whenever we're going anywhere, going to an event, he's like, "Oh yeah, Gronya's going to be there. I'm going to meet her for a drink. Gronya's going to be there. Oh yeah, Gronya's <laughs> going to be there." So I always call Gráinne now, you know, your friend Gráinne. <laughs> so to be fair to Gráinne, I met her through one of your events last year. And, you know, she, we it's easy to hit it off with Gráinne. She's sound as a pound. So she's the first person we met at half six. Ara, how are things are walking? <laughs> Come over here. What are you drinking? Gets you a drink and straight away you're at ease. Yeah. So it was lovely. And meeting Gráinne for that drink and... That was the best thing that could happen because I settled in really quickly. We were at a lovely table as well. It was all go-away people. Yeah. So you probably knew everyone at the table. Yeah. Most, almost all of them before yeah. you had gone in. So that, that does help as well. I remember one year I went and I was literally the only one or uh, on my own and didn't know anyone at the table in person. Yeah. Knew them online. But. So, yeah, that, I think that helps as well. It definitely helped. It was good. Yeah, but... Um, so it was a bit of crack. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Like, there was no part of it I didn't enjoy. I kept myself to myself. Yeah. Um, should I have networked more? Should I have met people? Should I have asked people for selfies and stuff like that? I, you know, it's not really something... I'm not I'm not really like that. Yeah. You know, I... 
I'd love to have met Rachel Gorey and the reason I wanted to meet her was because when I was starting out she shared one of my videos and I got 5,000 followers from her overnight and that's the biggest leap I've ever had from anyone in my life and I messaged her and I said thanks a million and I asked her for her address like a weirdo and I wanted to send her a present and I sent her a present and I said look it's huge what you've done for me thanks a million and I'm disappointed I didn't get to meet her but apart from that, I'm I'm happy with my performance, apart from saying the word never. I am happy that I kept myself to myself and that I kept out of trouble and I wasn't too uh, hung over the next morning, even though we thought it was a great idea to go back yeah. to your hotel room, <laughs> ringing, ringing down to reception for Prosecco like two lords. <laughs> and uh, me here buying Prosecco for five people in a bedroom, like thinking, oh, I got this now. Yeah. I've got this. Um, Like a big man. But no, it was good. It was a great experience. Good stuff. I'd recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the two I won were really enjoyable. Anyways, oh! we put up on Instagram earlier on if anyone had any questions. And we have a few questions here. I'm going to go through one or two of them now. Um, I haven't had a chance to look at these questions because I was getting a treatment. Right. Cool story. What is the most important lesson that you've taken out of this series? So you've interviewed some really interesting people. What is the one most important lesson that you've taken out of the guests you've interviewed in this season? That's a good one. I have two lessons. (coughs) I have two lessons from interviewing. I don't want to name names now, but people will know. I have two lessons from two very, very uh, special people on the podcast. And they are to enjoy life and don't take it serious. Don't take it. Don't take it too serious. Enjoy life and live every moment because there's a lot of people going through a lot more um, harder times than you. And I've be, I've been in very low places, and at the time you're you're so low, you think no one else has it worse off than me. I, you know, I understand that too. But after talking to them and understanding what they've been through their entire lives, not just for a few months, like with medical conditions from the day you're born, um. So that has taught me to enjoy life a bit more, not take things to heart, not take things too serious. And the other lesson I've learned then from a man, uh, Donald Byrne, like he's just some legend, um, just not to get, not to react, to play the long game, do you know? And if you've listened to Donald Byrne's podcast, there was a serious lesson in that for the man that was on to him about the Marquis and he was telling him, the big red barn would never work because Marquis he said to him you've created a solution to a problem that doesn't exist and 12 months later your man was ringing him for his business Um, that's brilliant and I learned from that just bite your tongue say nothing play the long game karma's a bitch and that's what'll get you to Broadway Broadway (laughs) oh what was it Broadway you bollocks (laughs) do you remember I was trying to think of the name what's the name of that place Uh, and I said what did I say I said the O2 No Broadway you bollocks (laughs) If you haven't listened to Donald Byrne's podcast Go back and listen to it It's a character Top class Another question that came in here A good one How do you deal with all the Shite That goes with having an online profile It's difficult And it has It has definitely increased more In recent weeks Um, People People just hate to see you getting on They hate to see you teaming up with a business or they hate to see you doing anything and like I have the same bills as everyone else has you know I could be doing an ad every day of the week we've spoken about this yeah. before uh, I saw a comment last night you took the paycheck like I did a, a, a deal last night with a, a mattress company that 
we've been taking the piss out of for weeks and it, the opportunity presented itself. And do you know what's really funny about that? I actually have one of those mattresses. A girl, an ex-girlfriend of mine talked me into buying it in 2018. So I've had it for the last five years. So when the opportunity presented itself to work with them, I said, yeah, why not? I'll do it. I don't do gigs every day of the week. I don't be on selling stuff every day of the week. And then there was a comment last night going, uh, you took the paycheck. So people are very quick to but say that. One comment out of how many hundreds. Exactly. And yeah, that's the one you've, atta- you know, you remembered, but at the same time. Yeah. No, so my, my point there is that the more followers you have, the more hate you get. But I just, how? what's the question? How do you deal with it? Yes. I just think about all the fantastic opportunities I've had. You know, it's a, gr- it's a great question. How do I deal with it? I've set up Northern Hemisphere. I've, I brought out my own gin last year. Like, an, all these things are very much working progress and you know unfortunately we were waiting for a delivery with Northern Hemisphere since February and it still hasn't arrived and we're in the middle of April now so hopefully it'll be here very very soon so there's loads of challenges but I just think of the really good things I've I've got to to drive a Lamborghini do you know what I mean there's so many amazing opportunities I've had that I just keep thinking of them rather than the negatives do you think it was better when we did not know Every single Egypt's thought on every single thing. Like, no matter what goes on in the world. Yeah. Now, he's a bollocks, she's right. You know, it's just everyone has an opinion on everything now. Yeah, and the hardest thing, really, now that I think about it, is no matter who you're seen with, you're riding them. And if you're seen with a man, you're riding him. If you're seen with a woman, you're riding her. If you're seen with a dog, you're probably riding the dog. (laughs) That is... That's the that's the most annoying thing, really. That and you know, it's that's bothering me. That's bothering me, really. Not so much for me, but you know, a friend of mine was down from Dublin last weekend, and I'm really, really good friends with her. And I was going to go in to town and meet her for a drink the last night, and then I didn't because I was thinking to myself, should the whole town be saying you're riding me? Yeah, you know. And she, the same woman now wouldn't give two shites. Yes. But that's the thing that bothers me. Well, that leads into some of the questions that have come here. <laughs> Why? Like, have you christened the Emma mattress yet? I only got it last night. <laughs> unless <And> my hand <laughs> unless my hand is uh, counts, no. And another question. <laughs> if you were in a gay relationship, would you be together? But you're according to half the country, we are yeah. in a gay relationship. <laughs> my poor girlfriend lives uh, now. Would we be together? Jeez, I don't think we would. No, you're very high maintenance. What? <laughs> I'm high maintenance? Yeah. I wouldn't I've had my first facial today. Yeah, In ma- four weeks. How many are you at? 497. I'm a lot older than you. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't put up with you. Honestly, do you think I'm high maintenance? Yeah. <laughs> Answer the question. Immediately. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Go on. Tell me. Tell me more. Just a bit. Tell me more. Go on. Maybe that's why I'm single. I may, I'm learning so much here. You see, the reason I think we wouldn't get on together is because you just watch too much football. And then when you're not watching football, you're playing football and you don't have time for me. <laughs> okay, Liz. I mean, Alan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... Yeah, but you'd want to do all this kind of country stuff, climbing mountains, and we could be doing spa weekends and stuff like that. Yeah, I would. I'd rather be out <sighs> kayaking and you'd luck. rather be yeah. in a thermal suite. Exactly. It's not yeah. going to work out. No, I don't think it's going to work out. I think out. we should break up. And you're you're a bit more cultured. Like, I'd be at the bar asking for a bottle of mo, mo, uh, Moe, and you'd be there going, it's not Moe, it's Moet. And I'd be like, oh, suck a fart. 
Um, can, I, can, we, can we come back to the high maintenance thing? <laughs> I need examples because I need to learn, Karen. You do. I don't think we should hang out our dirty laundry in public. No, but now that I'm banned from every date and site in the world, I need to know. Yeah, how's that working out for you? I need to know. Um, well, this is obviously one of the symptoms of it. For anyone, for anyone who doesn't know why I'm banned from the dating sites, and they do ask a lot, I did a sketch pretending to be an employee at Tinder, and I demanded money in return for dates. And the video was removed from Instagram. <laughs> There's a name for that kind of thing. And I was banned from all the dating sites because they're all owned by the same company. And rightly so. But somebody told me at the weekend that you can set up a new account with a new email address. So... No. Haven't tried it yet. Why am I high maintenance? <laughs> Give me an example. So the next question we Come, have here. <laughs> you can't be sidestepping it. Come on, man. The people need to know. There's people listening to this going, I'd love to know now why he's... So high maintenance. Why, yeah. I think they need to meet you and find out for themselves. It's the fairest way of doing it. Give me an example. Oh, how long have we got? Give me a few. Fire them out there. No, no, no. We'll move on to these questions and we'll get back to it later on. If well, we well I'm going to write this down. <laughs> I think this deserves its own podcast, to be honest. Because uh, I just wouldn't agree with you. I, I, I think I would be very easy to get on with. Right. <laughs> we you are easy to get on with. I'm only slagging about that part of it. So, like, well, we've been away for weekends together. And they've always been great, yeah. And we've never fallen out. Not once. We've never said a bad word to no. each other. And we get on like a house on fire. Yeah. So, for, for are you asking me out? <laughs> for you to say that I'm high maintenance has shocked me. Wow. Not into like designer stuff. Uh, I like my cars. You do. I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to hotels. Like I'd, I'd yeah yeah you are I am rooms. but that's from that's from from my hotel management days I think I enjoy nice hotels. Not that I get to stay Nothing in wrong with that. fancy places that often. Uh, so how else am I high maintenance? So Alan, the next question we have here is from the lovely City Tours Derry. This isn't edited by the way, he just completely sidestepped <laughs> that question. Go on. What's your dream? Charlene, hello. Um, oh, a few people asked me this at the weekend. What's my dream? Yeah. I think I said to David Cuddy once in a podcast, my dream is to be is to not, not to be worrying about bills. That's my dream. And if I can get to that, I'll be laughing. Like Northern Hemisphere got off to a great start and now it's April and we've had no stock. January, February, March, April. I'm breaking my balls. We're working every day of the week. There's been 101 problems um, with different factories and, and things like that. And it just it just seems to be like one step forward, two steps back all the time. And my dream would be to not not to be worrying about paying the ESP bill. But do you like being busy? I don't know any different. Yeah, I don't think you could survive not being flat out. Yeah, I don't know any different. Just being busy. I'd lo- like. I really hope Northern Hemisphere can stand on its own two feet and can be a sustainable business that can that can employ somebody and grow and go from strength to strength. And it's just the earthquake in Turkey um, messed things up and the prices of material has gone through the roof and you're trying to deliver a quality product for a reasonable price and everything is just so challenging. It's so hard to be self-employed. Bills are gone up, um, rates are gone up, ESB has gone up. It's very, it's very, very hard. Tough time to be in business. Yeah. Another good question we have here is, what is the car of your dreams? 
I so have. whenever we're away, you're like, oh, jeez, did you see that? And I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be some hot girl there. And it's, oh, he's looking at a car again. Or a dog. Or a dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An Audi RS6, if I have kids. If I don't have kids, a uh, Porsche GT3. And the holiday of your dreams? You have no idea what they mean. Not a clue, I don't care. <laughs> I could tell by your face, you were just like, he's just <laughs> rhyming out letters. The holiday of my dreams. Yes. I've never been to um, Barbados or Mexico. I've always wanted to go. Good spots. To either or. Have you been there? No, but I hear Mexico is very like Bill Mullet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Baltic last Saturday night. That's all I know. And Barbados is like Bunny Condon. So right. it's all good. Yeah? They have a show once a year. Yeah, <laughs> I heard some story about a digger. There's a dancing digger. Oh yeah, that's one of the highlights. Is that a real thing? Yeah, I thought this person was taking the piss out of me. Somebody told me that the highlight of the Bunny Conan show is a dancing digger. Now I think we need to check this out. I don't know if that's still happening. Okay, uh, that man might have passed away. I'm oh, not 100 sure. I'm but, sorry, but I remember that dancing digger was brilliant at the Bunny Conan show. It was always excellent. Well, if that man did pass away, and I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I yeah. don't know why that flashed into my mind, but just in case to be sensitive. If not, well, I wasn't taking the piss. Oh, of course not. No, no. Um, it's just that I just found it hard to believe. Oh yeah, no, that was that's like Father Ted stuff. Ah, come on. This is. Do you remember when the carnival came to to Father Ted's island? Yeah, but this is like. There's a digger dancing. Yeah. Go on, explain it to me. Cause well, it's I, like Glastonbury for farmers. It's phenomenal. Right, it's and how does it dance? Cutting he it, puts it up on... Edge. Yeah. On, on, one, on yeah. one wheel. Uh, you'd have, like, Stuart Moyle sings. Yeah. And, the, and the, the JCB dances to Stuart's songs. Perfectly in rhythm, in sync. Sometimes it brings people in, dancing with it. Does oh, it? It's phenomenal, yeah. You ha- it's a wonder it hasn't been on social media, because that'd go viral. That does sound... Let's like get you down to the Bunny Conlon show. Get you a discount. I genuinely like to see that now. Yeah. It's yeah. impressive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was basically a fella in it swinging a bucket around the place. No. It's a bit, co- it's choreographed is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I, do it. I take it all back then. Yeah. It was supposed to be on the Late Late Country Western special at the weekend, but they couldn't agree, you know, wages and fees uh. and <laughs> image rights. They're not the only one out that complaint, apparently, <laughs> from what I've heard. Alan, if you were to appear... On TV. I think that's where you should be going. I think there's a lot of people saying, you know, you're destined for big things. I have a list here of reality TV shows. Would you appear on these ones? So, <laughs> come dine with me. Yes. Why? Why? Because I'm a good cook. Uh, you make Weetabix. <laughs> uh, no, I, I genuinely can cook. I can. Oh, really? No, I can. I okay. can. I'm a good cook. Uh, I, I don't cook for the last year or so. No, I think I am a good cook. I would have to, I'd have to check in with a few ex-girlfriends <laughs> to, com- to confirm that. But no, I think I'm a good cook. I'd enjoy that show. Um, I'd knock a bit, of, a bit of crack out of the other three weirdos. And um, I, I'd want to win it. Brilliant. Gogglebox. You probably don't watch enough television to be on that. I never watch television, but yes, I would do it. Yeah. Dragon's Den. A, f- a few people have said that to me. Ah, oh, again, yeah, I would do it, but my business ideas uh, would probably be laughed out the door. <laughs> Dancing with the stars. No. <laughs> no. Do you want to think about that one? No, um, and a few people have asked since Carol Mullen won as well. Not anyone in the industry. Yeah. I'm just saying people have saying, oh, you'll, you'll be on it next. Because yeah. I was defending Carol Mullen online. He was getting slated at when he won, you know, and, and I was sticking up for him and I, I still do stick up for him and think he... he was a deserving winner but no I wouldn't do Dancing with the Stars Home of the Year hopefully 
Hopefully next year if Donald Byrne can sort me out. Oh, have we an exclusive here? No, we don't. But you know what I am doing? Um, this summer I'm going to go around looking at factory built homes. And I'm going to... Sounds really exciting. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go around the country to factory built homes. I want to visit one on an island because a lot of people are asking me um, how sustainable they are on an island or at a coastal. So I want to do my research. And okay. I'm going to go to Inish Turk and look at one. I'm going to go down to Cork and look at this big mansion of one. Not that I'm going to be able to afford that. But um, it's amazing what you can build in a factory. And then there's a small little one in Mayo over around Foxford. So... I've asked Donal if it's if it's okay and if he can put me in contact with these people who own these houses. And I'm going to go around and I'm going to do my research. I'm going to find out what they've learned. I'm going to find out if they've made any mistakes. And um, when I can get a few bob together and I need three months bank statements <laughs> in, the, in the plus, I'm going to look at building a factory built home. Very good. That was an eye opener. When you did them stories that day, mm. I've shown it to more people. I could not get over it. So, yeah. very interesting. So, if there's anyone listening to this that wants to sponsor me a kitchen <laughs> or windows or doors or a couch or floors or a bathroom, I basically you need... You have a mattress. <laughs> you need everything else. Yeah. I have a factory that can build the home and um, Donald's going to do that. Obviously, I'll have to pay him. But I'll want everything else. And I have a mattress. Um, the next show, Passion Fashion. Never heard of it. What? No. Is that a show? Oh, it's iconic. Now, pa- it hasn't been on for a few years. Is that a TG Carrot thing? Yes. I was going to say, it sounds yeah. shy. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. So it's a dating show. So you go in, see this girl, and then lads are given money, and you go into a shop and you buy an outfit for the girl. She's given the outfit, tries them all on, and goes, this is my favourite one, I'm going on a date with that lad. Oh, that actually sounds good. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant show. The 17 people that can speak Irish were all on it. It was hilarious. (laughs) No, great, great show. It was brought back there a while ago. So would you do it? Any kind of dating show? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do a dating show because... uh, Too high maintenance. Because I'm too high maintenance (laughs) and because, do you know what? Everything now has become about me being single and dating. And it's just fucking, I'm fed up with it. Sorry to curse this, that, and the other. And you know what? It's sometimes nice to have a private life. The next show, Living with Lucy. I'd want to be Lucy. I'd want to be the presenter. I, I'd want it to be living with Alan. You'd be awful nosy. That'd be great. Crack. There's no point in living in my house because it's <laughs> Baltic and there's nothing in it. And you're never there. And I'm never there. So it'd be a boring old episode, to be honest. Uh, possibly She's sitting around with Cookie for two yeah. days. I'm sure, sure Cookie wouldn't even be there. It'd be oh, my dad coming in, checking on the house every fucking hour. In fairness to him, I get a phone call. Do you know anyone in a red Toyota Carina? And I'm like, no, there's one outside your house. So it's like I've I've unreal neighborhood watch. But Security. I would I would love to be the presenter of a Living with Lucy show. Brilliant. The last one, the Tommy Tiernan show. Would you be interviewed by Tommy? Um, yeah, I would, but I, what would he say to me? Like, No, but as a concept, like for him, you know, the way he's so deep and kind of... Yeah. I just think, you know, he's such a great interviewer. Would you be intimidated by being interviewed by someone like him or would you enjoy the conversation? No, I'm not... In- no, I'm... Like, I'm a pretty much an open book, I think. Apart from the dating thing, obviously. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd I'd have any problem with that. I'd do it. Very good, very good. We'll have to get you sorted for one of them. So, Alan, the last question I'm going to ask you today. Are you happy? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get that question? 
Uh, from one of your your fans, uh, Mr. Cuddy. Um, am I happy? It wasn't from David Cuddy. In his general, one was, his in one was filthy. We look, in general, it. yes, I am. I am happy. I have had great um, experiences. Things are going great. I could be happier. In general, life is good. I'm healthy. I have my family. I've never really experienced um, real grief. So these are things that make me happy. Could I be happier? Yes. Could I be a little bit more successful in business? Yes. Could I... Um, oh, I don't know. I was going to say, could I have a relationship? But then again, that doesn't make you happy. I was even on the phone to David today, like, on the way up in the car, and he was on to me, like, about chaps. He calls kids chaps. Do you know? Like, it's time now you were getting a few chaps. And I'm here going, like, I was, I, you know, he said, what are you at? I'm on my way to get a facial at two o'clock in the day in Galway. And he's like, oh, for f***'s sake. He's like, couldn't believe it. And he's like, it's time now you got a woman and a few chaps. He said, you're living your best life there. So... I get nervous about the t- the clock, you know. I'm nervous about that. That time is pushing on. And I, d- I feel like I don't have my shit together. So, yes, I'm happy. But I also feel like I don't have my shit together. Does that answer your question? Very eloquently. <laughs> Alan Clark, this has been your life. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I have nothing else. We're out of stuff. Well, I'll just flip it on you for two minutes. No, that's enough. No, no. No, we're good. Thanks a million, folks. Uh, if you like this, Kieran O'Malley, give us a follow. Very quickly. Come on now. Um, we have been trying to meet up for a podcast for weeks. We have. We have. We have. The first season of Big News Coming Soon was great crack. And it was all about dating and tans. And we had a, we had brilliant crack for the first season. And then after that season of the podcast... Your life exploded and my life exploded. I'm not saying it was because of the podcast, but it was definitely because (laughs) of the podcast. And we found it hard to meet up to do another season. Yes. Consistently. Consistently, yeah. Yeah. And that was the key. I think that was one of the keys to why it was enjoyable. It was going out the same night every week. People knew, you know, when they were going to be able to listen to it. And then you went off and got a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and left me hanging. I think I had one before it. (laughs) Did you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think she was a secret uh, for the first few weeks of it. She was definitely... There, thereabouts. Well, I didn't know about her for the first couple of episodes. That's all I'm going to say. No, but you did have great freedom. I still have freedom. Do you? you? (laughs) I'm playing a lot of football at the moment. No, no, I didn't mean it like that. I meant in being able to talk about... um, Previous experiences and dates and stuff. Oh, well, there's no issue talking about that. I wouldn't be able stuff. to. I wouldn't be able to talk about that if I had a girlfriend. I find no, it. no, no. Well, there's nothing to be ashamed of or getting a spray tan. What is wrong with that? <laughs> I'm ah, come on now. I'll be getting one for the races again. No, you're not. Of course, I am. Did you get one last year? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Could oh, you not tell? My God! See, that's how good it was. But it just, I'm telling you, I said it before, I'll say it again. Brown fat is better than white fat. <laughs> so what's been happening with you anyway? So the last 12 months have been hectic for you. Enjoyable, yeah. Good experiences. Work is really busy. Um, what do you do? What's your work? 
I um, work in PR and digital marketing for the Connacht Hospitality Group in Galway. Yeah. So they're involved in a number of hotels, bars, golf clubs, breweries, cafes, gyms, businesses like that. In and Galway you're City. always moving and shaking. Ah, sure. Well, you're PR all... is part of my job and it's part of what I enjoy as well. You get to meet really sound people. One of the things, I get invited to a lot of events and people say, oh, you know, you turn up the opening of an envelope. <laughs> but I like supporting stuff because I organize a lot of events as well. And I understand what goes into it. Yeah. That when you're trying to organize something and you're sweating, will people show up? At least they know, well, O'Malley will come. He'll throw up a few pictures on Instagram. We'll make it look like it was a good night, whether it was or it wasn't. Yeah. And I just think that I have got a lot of support in my career because I've, you know, it's, it's two way. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Um playing sport which allows me I'm back playing Gaelic with Bunny Connor which allows me to see my family at home a lot nieces and nephews that are there so when you're going down to train you stay the night see the kids and then come back up the next or the next day or whatever mm. so yeah it's good but we've you know been a lot of trips and uh, what else is going on yeah no I'm just keeping busy yeah from outside looking in I guess people think oh that fella's living his best life and he's at a different event every night of the week but they're like they don't see that you have to get up the next morning and still do your 40 hours. It's not like you don't get four hours back because you were in there drinking whiskey for yeah, four yeah. hours or, ta- you know, at a whiskey tasting thing. Like it's all part of your job. Exactly. You're and never off. Now, I, I really enjoy it, but it is tiring. Like genuinely, there was St. Patrick's week there. I had five events and I was wiped out after it. But... I feel lucky to be invited to these things and yeah. to get to try these things. And I do organize a lot of events. So when you're going to other ones, you see what's done well, what's not done well. And, you you know, things that you can bring into the stuff that you make. Yeah. But also having having connections. I'm really lucky to do a job I absolutely love. As you say, a lot of it's very public. So the people that we be working with on a regular basis probably have a lot of Instagram followers. And, you know, they do have an assumption of your lifestyle based on that. And it's, it's very funny what, you know, I see, oh, I can't make, training tonight because I'm at the Gossies or yeah. you know you're going to these different things and lads be going what the hell is this lad at now look I was so stressed going to the Gossies I was worrying about shoes a suit a tie pin I was worrying about like all these silly things hotel parking I was so stressed for one night it took me a week to recover and you might have five events in a week like you know but A I've been at all of these events before yeah like the first time I went to the Gossies, didn't know what to expect and didn't know what it'd be like. And it was a brilliant crack. And I just wanted to be at it since. Yeah. Um, and the reason I was there is because Hyde Bar sponsored the best podcast category. Which, which we weren't nominated for. Which we for. weren't nominated for. And I'm very angry, but we'll pretend that's because we sponsored it and there would have been a conflict. Yeah. But I think if we come back with a series next year, this year, yeah, that we might get back into it. Hopefully. And like, you know, Charlene and Ellie Kelly, who are they? Come on. So are you enjoying life at the moment? Very happy. Very yeah. happy. You're yeah. really happy with work? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, and very unfit, but enjoying that I can still play football at my age. Mm. And it's good crack. Bonnie Con, great bunch of lads. The Mayo Masters, awful sound. You know, looking forward to that. Um, would like a bit more time to myself, as in to relax. Uh, but that's l- so important. Oh, huge, yeah. And we neglect ourselves. Like, we neglect ourselves so much. Because even, um, was it last weekend I said to you... I was going to a child's birthday party. Yes. And you were like, oh my God, Alan. I was I was explaining to you um, that I was burnt out and then... Yeah, uh, I was like... There was yeah, something else going yeah. on in my life at the time and uh, the Saturday had came anyway and you texted me and you said, how are you today? 
And I said, how are you on the way to a child's birthday party? You're just like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you really have to go to that? But we don't give ourselves time off. It is. The world seems to be way, way busier than it was years ago. And like, it's not us. Neither of us have kids. Yeah. Like, I literally don't know how my sisters do it. Um, you know, running after kids all the time. I don't know how they have any energy to do anything. Yeah. Like, I'm struggling and I'm just myself to look after. Yeah, I'm the same. So, like, it is, you know, the height of respect for all of these people. But yeah, it's so important to be able to take time for yourself. And I think we all need to get better at doing that. But we're probably so busy as well because we don't have kids. That's possibly it, yeah. You'd just mad. I, I wouldn't be accepting or going to whiskey tastings on a Tuesday night <laughs> yeah. yeah if you had two chaps at home <laughs> very good alright well look at hopefully we'll talk to you soon I'm sure you're preparing for the races already what date is it it is the 4th of April we've had four meetings so far <laughs> we have a lot planned I have a couple of suits on the way uh, very excited I am a judge again on ladies are Vegas. You? I am yeah oh congratulations yeah. brilliant So that's a poison chalice I don't think so. Oh, I wouldn't thank you for that job. <laughs> no matter who you it. pick, you're a bollocks. Oh, yeah, but sure. That's always going to be the way. Oh, yeah. You can never keep everyone happy. No. And people don't understand what's going on with it half the time. What do you mean? Well, like, say there's one of the judges last year was Mandy Maher. Yeah. She runs an influencer agency. Right. So none of the girls that work with her could win. Which is only right. Yeah. Or none of the staff. the minute one of them wins, is like, oh, fix. Yeah. None of yeah. the staff in the Connacht Hotel, the hospitality group could win because we were sponsoring it. Right. So there was a lot of amazing outfits and, and ensembles there that couldn't enter. Ensembles? And people were, yeah. Wow. Pull that one out of the bag. Must write that down. Yeah. <laughs> ensembles. What's your ensemble for Ladies' Day? I'll try and use that now before the day is out. Yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. But that's only right, though. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely. good. It's good to hear. 100%. Mm. But people don't understand that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know it's, oh, I just, the whole experience was brilliant. I loved it. Uh, there was a Go Races event a couple of weeks ago I got to speak at with for the, all the businesses in Galway City. That was great crack as well. So yeah, it's starting to, like, it, it, we're, we're really building up for it. We're revving up for it. Like, the Connacht Hotel is almost fully booked that week already, wow. which is insane to think about it. But then again, it's only a few weeks away in reality, so you need to be planning for it's it. It's not weeks away. When is it? Well, in relative terms. It's the end of July. Relative terms. Yeah. I just count weeks as weeks. <laughs> I don't count them relatively. Well, that's where you're going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's wrong with your life. All right. Uh, final question. Your final question to me was, are you happy? My final question to you is, why am I high maintenance? <laughs> Folks, tune in to the next first season of the next podcast to find out. No, come on. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is going to wreck your head. It is going to wreck my head. Okay, I'll send you a DM I'm gonna later. Get, do you know what I'm going to be doing now? I'm going to be ringing ex-girlfriends on the way home. <laughs> oh yeah, Karen said I'm high maintenance. That way we're not together anymore. <laughs> you, no, think I'm, you, think, you think I'm messing, but I have a good relationship with some of them that will tell me straight out. Um, Give me so a couple of examples. Go on, it'll be a bit of crack. Fuck it. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Well, that's we good then. Say, yeah. If maybe you you're not, if, maybe you're not. If nothing comes to the top of your head that quick, well then I, I think you're full of shit. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Good luck. It's been a pleasure. 
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch reviewing of our show homes a brochure or for more information let BRB Homes take the stress out of your build check out brbhomes.ie